Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Kingdom Against Powers of Wickedness. Amen. Podcast. Today's date is November 3rd, 2019. That's right. I'm Brother Kapow, and you are? Miss Kapow. And you're Miss Kapow all day long. All day long. All day long. Here's what we have today. This is um, this is unique. Now, we went to church today, and the pastor, his name is Dennis Lee, mm-hmm. from Living Waters Fellowship in Mesquite, Nevada. He had a sermon prepared for today, and last week, around Thursday or Friday morning, he woke up in the early morning hours, and the Lord, the Holy Spirit, changed the message The message for today. Now, last Wednesday, during our men's little Bible study, he had mentioned that the Lord had given him four key words, mm-hmm. and he was um, searching for the meaning of the message behind these four key words, and he had asked the men's group, to pray. Right. And to keep this in mind. And the four words were spare, restore, draw, and revive. Spare, S P A R E, like spare me. Mm-hmm. Restore, mm-hmm. draw, mm-hmm. and revive. Right. So he had these four key words that came to him. And he was struggling with it. He was wrestling with it. What did it mean? Praying about it. And he had mentioned it to us at the men's group to like kind of keep it in prayer. I wrote it down. I shared it with Ms. Kapow. And of course, I had no idea what it would mean. Mm -mm. And then uh, he said that late Thursday, early Friday morning, he was awakened by the Spirit and the Lord gave him this message. Ms. Kapow and I, heard it and we thought it was so good it was really good that we are yeah it still is that we are going to try to reiterate it what god had given him because we have copious notes and miss kapow being described that she is she's the little enoch wrote copious notes so we are going to try to share that with you because we felt it was really really important for the body of christ Mm -hmm. right now and uh, I do think it's really important. Yeah, the, the 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 message behind the message, these four words are. He entitles the message four words to pray, in order to um, stop the advancement of the enemy. Yes. And he was talking about how Israel had um, had basically um, broken the covenant with God, and now they're because of their disobedience. And so now they they need to pray for God to spare them, to show them mercy. And the scripture that he used is Joel 2.17, which says, Let the priests, the Lord's minister ministers, weep between the porch and the altar, and let them say, Spare your people, Lord, and do not make your inheritance a reproach, a byword among the nations. Why should they among the people say, where is their God? And the word spare means to show pity or compassion, mercy, grace. So that's basically what that scripture means. And then um, he was talking about um, um, Nehemiah 13.22, where Nehemiah was called to help build the wall, mm-hmm. right? 
and it says, remember me for this also, my God, and show mercy, which is the, it's, it's, it's the same word as spare. So in other words, show pity, compassion, mercy, and grace. Um, so show mercy to me according to your great love. And the pastor was saying that the word mercy and grace usually go together. And so um, he wrote what mercy and grace actually means. Mercy is God not punishing us for our sins that we that we deserve. And grace is God's blessing us despite the fact that we do not deserve it. So mercy is deliverance from God's judgment, and grace is extending kindness to the unworthy. And, you know, we think about Jesus, who's full of mercy mm-hmm. and grace, which I think is, is really a beautiful picture so the of whole, our Lord. The whole theme here so far under spare is um, have mercy on us, mm-hmm. really spare us the, um, the punishment that we're due. Yeah. Right. Because now, because of the, because of Israel's uh, disobedience or their their breaking of the covenant of God, opens them up to um, punishment. The, yeah. Right. And so we know that um, Satan has come. His strategy is to kill, steal, and destroy. So now the people are asking God, please. Bear your people, show mercy, show grace to us. And so now it, the scripture is, um, the next word in this prayer is to restore, restore us, restore our relationship, restore restore our the joy of our salvation unto mm-hmm. you, right? This is where the forgive, forgiveness is. So just as Satan wants to kill, steal, and destroy, Jesus came to give more abundant life. So the scripture that the pastor used was Joel 2.25, which says, so I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten and the crawling locust, the consuming locust, and the chewing locust, and my great army, which I sent among you. So basically, they're praying, Lord, spare your people from your judgment. Now, Isaiah 42.22 says, But this is a people robbed and plundered. All of them are snared in holes, and they are hidden in prison houses, and they are prey and no one delivers them for plunder, and no one says, restore. So in this um, passage here, we have to believe that God will spare and and restore us. So what we have here is a a picture of the church with these first two words. We have a picture of us. It's not just Mm -hmm. ancient Israel or Old Testament stuff, but you have a picture of us, the listener, you, right now, you're hearing this, and... Like the first one says, call the priest out to stand between the porch and the altar Mm -hmm. and cry out to God, spare us, spare us. Because we've all sinned and we've all fallen short of the glory of God. So we're asking God for his mercy, for his forgiveness, which is um, to restore us to him. And so Jesus, because he died for our sins, his death on the cross actually reconciles us to God the Father. Yes. So we have that, his um, great love and mercy. Yeah, but we have is, is we're living a life also in a very sinful world, uh, whereas we as Christians often go astray and go the way of the world, and we need to be spared mm-hmm. uh, from the way we've gone. Mm-hmm. And many of us uh, attend churches or 
you know, are not fortunate to go fortunate enough to find one, uh, like we were for years. Um, or you attend one that they don't believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. They don't believe in prayer or deliverance or, or healing or anything. And, uh, these, these are Christ that, you know, to God, it's like spare us for our unbelief also mm-hmm. spare us for our, um, our lack of trust in you, our lack of faith in you. Mm-hmm. And then restore, like you said, restore what Satan has taken. Right. I mean, these two things, spare and restore are the attack on the enemy. It's, mm-hmm. it's to, to prevent the enemy from totally vanquishing us, mm-hmm. you know, at this point. Yeah, and it's not so much because we deserve it. Yeah, but it's actually because of God's great mercy and grace. Yes, it's for His namesake, and that's when the pastor was talking about um, Ezekiel thirty-six, and I'm going to read from uh, thirty-six twenty-one to twenty-three, which says, um, "Then I was concerned for my holy name. This is God speaking, on which my people brought shame among the nations. Mm-hmm. Therefore, give the people of Israel this message from the Sovereign Lord." I am bringing you back, but not because you deserve it. I am doing it to protect my holy name on which you brought shame while you were scattered among the nations. Mm. And I will show how holy my name, great name is, the name on which you brought shame among the nations. And when I reveal my holiness through you before their very eyes, says the Sovereign Lord, then the nations will know that I am the Lord. And then on verse 24 says, For I will gather you up from all the nations and bring you home again to your land. See, so everything, the salvation of God isn't because we deserve his mercy or his kindness or his compassion, but it's because of his great name Yes, that he has bestowed his mercy and grace in our salvation. And now that we are in Christ, and Christ has paid the penalty for our sins, the sin offering and paid that penalty, um, it's because of Christ. We are made righteous only because Christ is righteous and we're seen through the lens mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ. That's how God sees us now. Right. And as God restores us, he's actually destroying the works of the devil. Yes, that's and true. the scripture um, also continues in Joel 25, 26, which says, and you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. That's like the Lord's life, um, giving life more abundantly. And praise the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you, and my people shall never be put to shame. Mm-mm. Isn't that true? So these, these right here, the, the first two words of these this four word, what we should pray, four words we should pray, restore, I mean, I'm sorry, spare mm-hmm. and restore. Mm-hmm. So you can see that when we pray to God, we should be praying that he spare us. From the consequences mm-hmm. of our daily sin, or turning away, or not paying enough attention, or mm-hmm. listening basically, to false it's doctrine. our confession and our repentance. Mm-hmm. And Lord, revive us. You know, bring us to your uh, um, salvation. Yeah, and then restore. Like you said, this is these are this is a prayer against the works of Satan. Mm -hmm. So Christ says, I I come to destroy the works of the devil, right? And he also tells us, these works that I do, greater works you will do. And I know that's hard to fathom because you're like, how can I do greater works than Than the Lord Jesus Jesus Christ? But he came and he to destroy the works 
of the enemy. He was casting out devils. He was healing the sick. Mm -hmm. He was uh, making the dead rise. Mm -hmm. He was ministering. And he was creating us into new creatures. Yeah, which is the, the biggest thing. Yeah. And so when we pray, spare us, Lord, from you know any kind of wrath, spare us, have compassion on us, is one part of the prayer. The second part is to restore us, restore what Satan has taken from us, restore us from false doctrine, Refor restore us from false thinking, dirty thinking, restore us from complacency, right. being complacent being comfortable, being in that place where your Christianity, your walk with God is just comfortable. You're not at war anymore. Um, it's like I was telling Ms. Kapow uh, earlier today uh, that, you know, I had, to, I'm coming out of retirement. You know, um, I've been retired from the battle and I put my, my armor, I put my Ephesians 6 armor in the closet. Now, if I need it, it's still there and I can put it on and fight my personal battles but, you know, for my radio show uh, listeners or whatever, you know, I, I would refer you to my book, Demons of My Marriage Better, Eyes of Sea Unseen Enemies. And then if you need consultation, I can, I can do a consultation with you. Um, but I'm, I'm, I've been retired. But now I've, I've, been, I've been called out of retirement. I've seen my, my error. I can't. It's like you got to put the, the armor back on and you have to get back in the field. Uh, the battle's still raging. There is no retirement. You got to go back. And um, it's like, God, restore me. You know, rest restore those things that the canker worm hath eaten. Yes. You know, that the enemy has taken. And Amen. God will give the former and the latter rain. And it's a supernatural work of God. Yeah. So the third thing when we pray, the four words to pray, is draw. And that's basically that um, John 6.44 says, No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. That means pulls you towards God. And I will raise him up on the last day. This is his love and compassion. And it's like the Lord's Prayer. Mm -hmm. right? The mm -hmm. other one is Psalm 65.4, which says, how blessed is the one whom you choose and bring near to you to dwell in your courts. We will be satisfied with the goodness of your house and your holy temple. James 4.8 says, Draw near to God, so press forward to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. So you're praying, you're praying that God spare you, have compassion have on mercy. you have yeah. pity mm -hmm. on you uh, on the trials you're going through right now the tribulation that you're going through the financial crisis you're going through the health issues you're having right now mm -hmm. the, the the problems you're having with your marriage the problems you're having with your children the problems that you may be having with your parents or the church leadership or the PTA or your job or your boss lord have pity on me, spare me. You're praying that. And you said, Lord, as you spare me, Father, restore unto me what Satan has taken. Mm -hmm. Renew my heart, renew my spirit, restore unto me. Yes. And now you're praying, God, help me to draw closer to you. I want to draw nearer mm -hmm. to you. That's right. And be closer to you. So this way, you really are humbling yourself under the mighty hand of God 
resisting the enemy. Mm-hmm. And the word says he has to flee. That's right. He has to flee. Mm-hmm. He's going to flee. He's got to flee. He has to flee. And as you draw closer to God, you know, he works something in your heart where now you you show that same compassion towards others, you know, others that need the Lord Jesus Christ. And so you're doing evangelism as well yeah. as you're drawing yourself closer to the God. Becoming more and more like him, more and more like this. You you must decrease so he may increase. increase. And mm-hmm. there comes a time... There comes a time in all our Christian lives at some point where we have to make that commitment and say, I, I'm going to live for God. Mm-hmm. I'm going I'm to do that to the best of my ability, whatever that takes. Yeah, and as we submit and humble ourselves before him, then by the power of the Holy Spirit, we're, we become more conformed into the image of Jesus Christ. Yes, right? yes. Amen. So the fourth um, word that the pastor used was revive. So it says here, um, the scripture that he uses, Psalms 85, Psalm 85, four through seven, which says, restore us, O God, our salvation. Will you not revive us again that your people may rejoice in you? Show us your mercy. There's that word spare again, Lord, and grant us your salvation. Mm -hmm. So bring us back to the life that we, that, um, Bring back to life that which is dead within us. I like that. It is. And that's different than restore. Restore is used in the sense of restore to us what the enemy has taken. Mm -hmm. And you know what? The devil has taken so much from us. The devil has robbed us of of joy. Mm -hmm. The devil has robbed us of peace. The devil has, has, has robbed us of contentment has robbed us of a good night's sleep, of of confidence. The devil has robbed us of faith. He's robbed us of so many things. The canker worm, the crawling locust, the caterpillar has eaten away at our spiritual lives in such a way that you're asking God to restore those things. Now the word revive, that last word revive, is different than restore. This is revive the deadness that is in us quicken us, which means making alive. See, we're dead to sins. We're dead to the old nature. We're dead to satanic thoughts and demonic strongholds. We're dead to that. And Satan tries to put that in front of us all the time. Satan tries to draw you back, bring you back. But we want to draw closer to God. And and our prayer is, Lord, help us draw closer to you and the final word is revive us. Mm-hmm. Those dead bones, those dry bones in Ezekiel, mm-hmm. put meat on them, put bones on them, put sinews on them. Revive us. Give us water in a dry desert place. Mm-hmm. Amen. When God restores us, when he uh, rejuvenates us, we become new creatures in Christ Jesus because the Holy Spirit w- awakens our dead spirit, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like... Um, uh, Romans 8, 11, when it says, the spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by the same spirit that's living within you. That's right. So the, the same spirit, the same power that raised Jesus Christ now lives in you. 
And it's that same power. It's that same dunamis, okay? You also have the exousia. You have the ability to use that power to come against the enemy of your soul, the enemy of your of your life, the enemy of your kid's life, the enemy of your co-worker's life, the enemy of your parents' life, your spouse's life. And you have that power to come against it mm-hmm. in the name of Jesus Christ. Right. Did you have another scripture there? Um, well, Pastor was talking to us about Isaiah 59 too that says, you know, what keeps us separated from God is our sin, yeah. right? So it is your sins that have cut you off from God. Because of your sins, he has turned away and will not listen anymore. But he's always listening to the repentant heart. Yes. What does it say that it's a, a humble and contrite spirit? Yes, that, that he loves. That God listens to. Yes. So when you ask God to, to forgive you of your sins, it's like First John uh, 1, 9 or 1, 7 that says, um, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and mm-hmm. to cleanse us from all iniquity. So that's what um, this prayer in Psalm 85 says, when it says, Restore us, O God, of your salvation. Will you not revive us again, that your people may rejoice in you? Show us your mercy, Lord, and grant us your salvation. It's like what David prayed, you know, um, restore the joy of our salvation as we come closer to you. Yes. As we become reconciled to you, as you forgive us of our sins and draw us closer to you. Yes. Restore us. Restore all of that. Um, It's like you were talking about you had the contrite heart. And I said, you know, you got to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and resist the enemy. Mm -hmm. And this morning I was telling Miss Kapow, I was like, I was thinking about that, the the mighty hand of God. And I was thinking how Jesus told the Pharisees when he was casting out demons. Well, if I cast out demons by the finger of God, finger of God. You, you gotta know the kingdom of God is is here. Mm-hmm. It's upon you. Mm-hmm. And so later on, Peter says, Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, the whole hand. Mm-hmm. But Jesus is like, if oh. I just point my little finger at Satan, mm-hmm. you got to know the whole kingdom of God is, is on you. Praise God. <laughs> you better run because here we come, right? That's right. Here we come. And you know, um, and we ask everything in the name of Jesus because Jesus said, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. I will do oh, it, God. he says. Until, you now, until now, you ask nothing in my name. Ask and you shall receive so that your joy be made full. And we know that God cannot lie. Mm-mm. And um, his promises are true. So if we ask anything in the name of Jesus Christ, according to his will and purpose, we shall have what we ask for. That's what the word says. That's exactly what and it says. You know, says. God said that he does not want any to perish, but all to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And um, also that it it does God God's heart great to give the kingdom unto his children. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the word. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. That's what you got to stand on. And Miss Kapow can, uh, she can attest. She could tell you so much about this, so much more than I could, but she could tell you when, when you have another voice in your head mm-hmm. telling you the opposite. Right. And she could tell you so much that, it, the the other voices in your head are so strong. They're telling the opposite that you can't even hear the voice of truth. Right. It's horrible. 
It's horrible. You can't even hear the voice of truth. I would tell her, I go, well, what's the other voice say? I can't even hear it. Mm -mm. It's drowned out by the demonic lies. And they're so strong that, I mean, she'll attest to this, that she she would even like, what I'm thinking here, is this even, can it be? Can it be true? And I'd I'd have to tell her, honey, that's not even scriptural, you know? That the Bible says this and this and this and this. And she would say, oh, yeah, I couldn't even think of that. Because the demonic voices were so strong in her head, you mm-hmm. know? And we know that she's not the only one going through this. Mm-hmm. We know, because Peter tells us even, don't find it any strange thing when you're going through some tribulation like you're all alone. Because there's others other people in the body that are going through the same thing right? in the world. Yeah, that's what the word says. Yeah, and you got to pray for them. You got to pray for the whole body, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and we know that whatever we go through, and when I mean through, because God could just pick you up mm-hmm. from point A, oh, there's a tribulation, and pick you up and then put you to point Z, mm-hmm. and uh, you're done. Right. But he doesn't do that. You got to go through it. And when you go through it, that's when you... Yeah, it's like, uh, <sighs> yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, it's yea, though I walk through the shadow yeah. of the valley of death. Yeah. It's I not, will fear no evil. Yea, though I was taken out of the shadow of death. I got to walk through it. Mm-hmm. I got to walk through it, you know. And that's usually how God works. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not pleasant. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. Uh you can't look around and go, oh, I feel joyous. I feel so much joy, a peace. You don't even feel peace. Mm-mm. Sometimes uh, sometimes you wonder if you even have faith. Um, but I'll tell you, we're still here. Praise the Lord. <laughs> we're still here and, and we, we're still believers. Yep. We yep, still yep. believe. Even if we don't hear the voice of truth, we still believe in it. We know it's there. Yes, we do. We can feel it. We know yeah. it because it's changed our hearts. And the, this message today from the pastor about this praying, you know, about um, revive, restore, draw, yeah, and re- renew. This is the prayer. These are four words to pray. These are four words to pray, and it's yeah. for the church Right now. It's not renew, it's revive. But it's spare, restore, draw, and revive. And revive. Because I was thinking about renewing of the mind. Yes. That's why I came to mind. Well, same thing. You know, but these are the four words. And this came to Dennis Lee, Mm -hmm. you know, this week. He'd been struggling with these four words. The Holy Spirit had been giving him, you know, a word at a time over the last couple of months. He didn't know where it was going to go with it. And then it finally came to fruition just a couple of days ago. And so he, he changed his message for the morning, mm-hmm. you know, on a communion Sunday to change it, to give yeah. us this. So beautiful. That, that's hard for a pastor to do because, you know, you're all prepared mm-hmm. for something else. And so now you got to re, re-prepare. And so praise God, he listened to the, to the word because it's a very powerful word. It's a very powerful word. And I think it will reverberate mm-hmm. with anybody who hears it. That's why we're redoing it. Right. Um, so that we can share it with you and whoever, whoever else you share it with, whoever listens. Four words to pray. When you're praying, when you're praying to God, you have to pray that he has p- 
pity on you and compassion on you and spares you from the evil one. And we know that God is very merciful. He's very merciful. And he'll do it. Repent of any sin that you might have, of any sin you might have, confessed or unconfessed, mm-hmm. you know, done or undone, uh, something you did or something you didn't do. Confess it. Confess the sin. Get it off. Get it off your chest. Admit the guilt. Be done with it. Forgive others. Doesn't mean you have to forget. It doesn't mean that it makes it better. It doesn't mean that it didn't happen to you, but you forgive. You've got to forgive. You've got to let it go. So repent, let it go. Forgive, forgive yourselves. Forgive yourselves. <clears throat> and then you ask God for his mercy to spare you. And then you ask for restoration. For restoration to restore what Satan has taken. Mm-hmm. And then you pray to draw closer to him. Draw closer to him. Draw closer to him. Because as you draw closer to him, closer to him, the more light you have, the less darkness. It will drive out the darkness. Truth will drive out the lies. And believe me, trust us, you need a lot of it. You need a lot of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. in you. You need to drive that out because of our sin nature, our flesh nature. And the demonic just the demonic strongholds that are out here today. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all over the place. And then you have to renew. Revive. Or revive. Say, so do the same thing. Too. Revive uh, your spirit. Revive your God life. God revives our spirit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. You're like, you're like a plant mm-hmm. that needs water. And you mm-hmm. have to get that word in you. You have to get that grace in you. And you have to be revived. You have to come back to life and start sprouting leaves and fruit mm-hmm. and whatnot, right? And we all ask this in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Now you have anything else on the deal? So on the on the prayer? Okay, so what Miss Kapow and I are gonna do, we're gonna pray for you. Mm-hmm. We haven't done that in a long time. But we're gonna do it now. And we're gonna pray for everybody here. And we're just gonna pray by the leading of the Holy Spirit. But we're gonna pray according to these four things here. And we're gonna pray for all of you, okay? Mm-hmm. So um, if you're driving, you better pull over because the Holy Spirit's about to hit. If you're at work, you better go find a broom closet because the Holy Spirit's about to hit. If you're laying in bed, <clears throat> you better turn your iPad or iPod. Uh, you better put your you put your earbuds on because the Holy Spirit's about to hit, right? So if you're out taking a walk, you better make sure you're not walking in traffic because the Holy Spirit's about to hit, right? We're going to pray for you all. We're going to pray for you all, all right? So you jump in, Miss Kapow, whenever you want. We're going to pray these four things in the name of Jesus Christ for all of you, for all of your listeners. And I know that God, God knows your hearts. God knows what you need. God knows what you're going through. God knows your testings. God knows your trials. God knows what the enemy has been doing to you. Mm-hmm. Brother Kapow, I don't know. Uh, Miss Kapow, she doesn't know. We, we don't have an email from, from all of you. We don't know what you're going through, but God knows. And we're going to speak these words. And I pray that something ministers to your heart, that something quickens inside, that something you can grab hold to, that something you can say, I needed that. That was for me. He's, he's speaking to me today. All right. In the name of Jesus Christ, Heavenly Father, we come to your throne right now through your Son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Most High, Son of God, our Savior, our Lord, our Redeemer, the one who jumped on the cross for our sins and all sin stops at the cross. Mm -hmm. The blood of Jesus is upon us. He has cleansed us. He has renewed us. He's revived us. He's spared us. He's restored us. 
He's redeeming us in the name of Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, we come before your throne, Lord, and I want to take all the listeners, everybody in the sound of our voices yes, right now Lord Jesus. to you in prayer. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I ask for spare. I ask for pity. Mm-hmm. I ask for compassion, Lord, on all the listeners, anybody who's listening right yes, now, you, whatever Jesus, they're going yeah. through, a person out there going through financial struggle right now, they can't pay their bills, Lord. They don't know where the next paycheck is going to come from. They don't know how they're going to pay that rent. They don't know how they're going to pay that car payment, God, but they're depending on you, God. I ask for mercy, for pity, Lord. Uh, Lord, I ask that you keep the Satans away, the accusers, the ones that make them feel guilty, the ones that say, maybe you should have worked harder. Maybe you should have took that promotion. Maybe you should have went this way or that way. Maybe you shouldn't attended church on Sunday. Maybe you should have went and did this or did that, Lord. Father, we ask that you pity them, Father, and you show them compassion, God. We pray spare upon these people. We pray spare upon them, Lord. And now we ask that you restore those listeners today, Father. Restore from what the enemy has taken, God. There are people out there that the enemy has taken their peace. Mm -hmm. In the name of Jesus, they've taken their peace. Mm -hmm. And they have no peace. And they have no contentment. And they have no rest. But yet they know the scriptures say that they shall enter into the land of rest. They know what the Bible says, but their life doesn't show what the Bible says because it's different. Because the enemy has made it different. The enemy has lodged in the mind. The enemy has lodged in the thoughts. The enemy has lodged in the deep recesses in there. And he's told them you're a loser. They told them you're too fat. They told them you're not good enough. You told them you're not smart enough. You told them you're not going to get that promotion. Mm-hmm. Oh, your wife doesn't love you. Your husband doesn't care about you. The kids don't care anything about you anymore. They've been told lies and so they don't have peace. They don't have contentment. They don't have rest in you. Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, we ask for restoration, God, that you restore what the canker worm has taken, what the enemy has eaten from them, Lord. Their health, God. The enemy has taken their health. There's people out there that don't feel well. They have elements. They have ailments in their bones, Father. The bones are hurting. They need surgeries. Their feet hurt. Their heart hurts. Their livers hurt. Their heads hurt. They're hurting all over, God. And the enemy's just using it, bombarding their bodies with pain and pain. And sometimes this pain is deceitful. The pain's not even real. It's just the enemy giving you the pain. It's Satan saying that you hurt and you really don't. But because you don't have, you don't have the ability to rise up and say, I have the authority over Satan and say, in the name of Jesus Christ, Satan, I rebuke you. Satan, I bind you from my life. Satan, I cast this pain off of my body right now. Get off of me right now in the name name of Jesus. Jesus. I cast you into the pit. You go into the pit. You go into that cage. You let the bit and I cut you up in little pieces in the name of Jesus Christ. I come against all pain. I come against headache. I come against headache right now in the temples. Come against that headache in the temples in the name of Jesus Christ. We cast you out. In the name of Jesus Christ, stomach pain, all stomach pain, come out. In the name of Jesus, it's not even real, it's deceitful. 
It's not even real pain. It's delusion. It's illusion by the enemy. But Satan has said, oh, it's real. Satan has said, oh, the doctors told me this. Oh, they spoke a word over me. My family told me I have this. My great-grandfather had this. I'm cursed to the 10th generation. In the name Jesus, David, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I break that. I break those word curses that were spoken over by doctors. I break the word curses that were spoken over ourselves in the name of Jesus Christ. I break all of that, Lord. They're illusional lies, Father. Restore unto them their health. Restore unto them their health. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray that we can all draw nearer to you. Draw nearer to God. Draw nearer to God. The enemy says we can't get closer to God. The enemy's telling us we can't get closer to him because we did something wrong or we're not living right or just it's not, it's over. The gifts of the Holy Spirit are over. I don't feel anything. I don't feel any joy. Well, in the name of Jesus Christ, that has nothing to do with your word. No. Your word says, by his stripes we are healed. Your word says, draw closer to me and I will draw closer to you. Your word says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever should believe would not perish but have everlasting life. And we're all whosoever's. So in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray that we can all draw closer to you, that give us a desire in our heart, give us a burning in our heart, Lord, to seek your word, to have a hunger for your word, to not seek anything else, to not want to watch television, to not want to watch what's on cable, to not to not want to watch the current series, to not want to watch the sports, to not want to watch other people do other things, to not want to look at Facebook or Instagram or on your cell phone, to not want to watch these things, yes, but to, to have a desire for your word, yes, that they have a, a hunger to seek you, to have a hunger to draw nigh, to draw closer, because they know if you if you draw close to God, he'll draw close to you, Father, so we can be under that wing, we can be under the shadow of the Almighty, we can live in that secret place, Lord. Father, we ask that we draw closer to you and that you give all of us a hunger, Lord. Let us redeem our time yes, wisely, yes, knowing Lord. that the day is short. Yes, Lord. Father, there's people out there that don't know you. Hallelujah. There's there's Thank just you, people all around us that don't know you. God, we look for opportunities, Father. Provide those opportunities. Quicken our spirits so that we know there's opportunities there just to show the salt and lights. Father, get us out. This is a word for somebody here. Father, get us out of our own head right now. Father, get us out of our own self-pity. Get us out of our own woe is me. Oh, woe is me. Satan's chasing me all day. Woe is me. Father, get us out of that, Lord. Get us back into the strength of you. Get us back into who we are in Christ. Get yes, us back Lord. into yes, what your Jesus. word says, who we are, how you see us. Yes, it's top-down relationship. How yes, does God Jesus. the Father view us? Yes, for you, God Jesus. so loved us that he gave his only son for us Amen. so that he could provide a way out of this world, provide a way out of salvation, that it would satisfy his righteous judgment against sin. He's a righteous God. He Amen. has to punish sin. Amen. But Jesus Christ was our sacrifice so we don't have to be punished because he was. Let us see us 
as that. Yes, Jesus. Let us see us at the foot of the cross and all our sins stop at the cross. At the cross, yes. It stops at the cross. The woe is me stops at the cross. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I command the spirit of doubt to come out right now. The spirit of unbelief, come out right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Loose these people. The spirit of stupor, I come against stupor. Wake up in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Wake Hallelujah. up and see who you are. Yes, thank see you, See you are in God in the Praise name of Jesus. Name. It's Hallelujah. in the word. His truth is in the word. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Finally, Father, I pray for reviving. Revive us, O Lord. Revive our soul. In the name of Jesus Christ, revive our spirits. Yes, Lord. Father, Create to us a new heart and yes, a new Lord. spirit. Yes. Create in us a new heart and a new spirit. Remove the heart of stone and create a heart of flesh. Yes, Circumcise Lord. the heart of flesh. In the name of Jesus Christ, make us new men and women yes, in Lord. Christ. So that we can stand up, we can walk confidently. We might have we we might have our trials, we might have our battles. We're fighting. We got a struggle. It's a big struggle down here. Mm-hmm. It's war down here. We got to fight. But we'll know that we are renewed in our spirit. We know that we know that we know that we know without a shadow of a doubt who we are in Christ Jesus because he paid the price, period. Signed, sealed, delivered. There's no question about it. The spirit of doubt, I come against you and cast you out right now. Yes, Father, we ask that you give the assurance, Lord, the assurance of your Holy Spirit, the assurance of your truth, of your word, because we know that you cannot lie, Father. We know that your word is true. It's our anchor to our soul, Lord God. So I pray for the people, Lord Jesus, that they would hear your word and that they would believe it and they would have it sink down in their, their, their the very depth of yes. their hearts, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that they would know you in a better way, that you reveal your, your truth to them, you reveal your love to them, Lord. We pray. I pray, Father God, that you would um, speak to their hearts your word, Lord God. Let them hear that soft whisper that you have in their ear, Lord. And I pray, Father God, for your compassion and your mercy upon them, Lord, that you love them with an everlasting love and that you will never leave them nor forsake them, dear God. Father, I know that there are those that are going through such trial and tribulation right now. Their family troubles, Lord God, financial problems, their health, Father God. And they, and it just seems like they, they walk two steps forward and three steps back, and they're despondent, Lord. They're depressed. They're, they've lost hope, Lord God. I pray for those, Lord Jesus. I pray for them, Lord God, that, they would, that you would revive them, Lord God, that you would speak hope into their lives, Lord God, that you would, bring, um, that you would give them... What's the word I'm looking for? That you would just revive their spirits, dear Lord God, and that you would give them your truth of your word so that they can keep going on, Lord Jesus. I pray this in your name, O oh Lord. Give them confidence. The confidence. Confidence assurance. In yes. the name of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. Father, we come against all spirits of sadness. Spirits of sadness, we rebuke you. 
Spirits of loneliness, loneliness, we come against you, rebuke you. Yes, Lying Jesus. spirits that say you're not worthy, we come against you, we come yes, against Lord you. Jesus. Spirits that say you're not worthy to be a Christian, you're not worthy, God, you're not worthy to receive God's blessings, we come against you in the name of Jesus. Yes, Demonic Lord. heresies, we come against yes. you. All spirits of gnosis, yes. Gnostic spirits that give you an alternative doctrine that's not contained in the Bible, we come against you in the name of Jesus. Yes, Spirits of aliens, we come against you in the name of Jesus. UFO, we come against you in the name of Jesus. Chasing after those things of the flesh, we come against you in the name of Jesus. Looking after things that are not of God, we come against you in the name of Jesus. Yes. We bind the enemy on these listeners right now. We loose their finances. We loose their peace. We loose their confidence in you. We loose their ability to hunger for the word. Yes, Your word says what we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and what we loose shall be bound here and bound in heaven. So in the name of Jesus, we lose peace and tranquility and contentment and confident assurance and salvation in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that we have your name. We thank you for your salvation. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for the Holy Spirit that leads us into all truth, for he is the spirit of truth. We thank you for the Holy Spirit because he has sealed us. And we thank you, Father, that you have given us authority over the enemy to trample upon scorpions and serpents, Lord, and over all the power of the enemy, and that nothing by any means shall hurt us. But we don't only rejoice in that, Father God, that the enemy has, that we have authority over the enemy, but we are thankful that our names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life, Father God. And we thank you, Lord, that we know we have the confidence that Jesus is coming back. So we ask, Father God, that we do a good work, Lord God, that we do a good work and that we continue to walk in the Spirit and to be conformed into the image of your Son, your blessed Son, and that we love one another. Teach us to love you with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to teach us to love one another, Lord, that we may be one in spirit, O God. Father, that we that our lives would, would be pleasing unto you, Lord, and that we be found worthy to enter into your kingdom, that we be found worthy to escape the things that are happening, that are going to happen on this earth, Lord God. We ask this all in the name of Jesus. We pray, Father God, for those that are feel alone, Lord, that they're not alone, that you are with them, that you will never leave them nor forsake them, Lord. We pray, Father God, for those that um, need a friend, another Christian friend, Lord God, because it's better not to be alone, but to have one other person, Lord, just another person that they can talk to, that they can pray with, Lord, and have... Um, communion with, Lord God. You Even you said in the in Genesis, Lord God, it's not good for man to be alone. And even in Ecclesiastes, Lord God, it's better that um, two are better than one. Three is even better, third yes, chord, Lord God. So we pray, Lord God, that we be bound together, Lord, in love. And by our love, the world will know, know us by our love, that we are Christians, that we are children of the Most High God because of the love that we have with one another, because of the love that Jesus had for this Father, the devotion that Jesus had for you, O oh God. We pray that we have that same love and devotion to do the right thing, Lord, to be, that our lives will be pleasing unto you, O oh God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Just want to leave you with this. It's like Ms. Kapow just prayed. It's, it is vital that you have other people that can uphold you mm-hmm. and believe like you do and can and, and can and assist you in getting through this stuff yeah. because it's all about the world will know us 
that we're disciples of Jesus Christ by our agape for one another, by what we do for one another. And it's vital, contrary to popular belief in some churches, it's vital to operate in the gifts of the Spirit. Oh, how I wish I had a man or a woman to walk in my life right now that had a word of knowledge. Yes, amen. Oh, God, I wish somebody would walk in my life right now and could give me a word of knowledge. Amen. Amen. Yes, amen, amen. But amen. I, I, I haven't had anybody that can, that can operate in that gift. Where are they? Well, they're around, but they're not around me because we've been taught to suppress everything. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, what I would give to have somebody speak a word of knowledge to me and say, Paul, God has said this and this and this to you. Hallelujah. Thus saith the Lord. Yes, hallelujah. Where are the prophets? May God raise, raise us up. May God raise us up oh, in new power. Power of the Holy Ghost. Power of the Holy Ghost. That we may um, perform our, the, the, the gifts of the Spirit to one another. To uplift one another. To uplift and to, to edify. 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 To edify one another. To build us up in the body of Christ. To build up the body. And don't be isolated. Don't be by yourself because that's how the enemy wants you. That's what the enemy wants, to isolate you so that he can devour you. Yes. You need to find somebody in the body of Christ. Even if you are alone and you need prayer or you just need someone to talk to, contact us. But don't be isolated. Don't be. You're not alone. Whatever you're going through... Believe me, you're not alone. There's somebody else going through, going through what you're going through, and um, we are here for you. Yeah, we are here for you. I'm telling you, there ain't nothing you can throw at us that would shock us. I'm telling you, there isn't. If you need help, it's real simple. Write this down. It's real simple. It's Linda at KapowRadioShow.com or Paul at kapowradioshow.com. It's that simple. All right? We will pray for you. We will get back with you. We will analyze your issue. We will pray to God. We will support you. We will uphold you because we know how hard it is to find Mm -hmm. spirit-filled believers. That's right. That operate in the gifts. That that believe in the gifts of the spirit. It's so vital. It's so important. It is. It is. Everybody's a teacher, but I need a prophet. Mm-hmm. I need a prophet of God right now. So, is it Ms. Powell? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. So the four things to pray are... Spare. spare restore. Draw. And revive. Okay. Pray those in your daily prayers. Or renew. Yeah, renew. <laughs> it doesn't matter. See what happens. Pray that way. See what happens. We've got to fight the enemy. We've got to come against him. You know why? Because you are his enemy and he is not letting up. Yeah. And the thing is, with these four words, you're praying for yourself, but pray for the body of Christ, yeah. that there be revival, not only um, um, a revival for yourself, but revival for the body of Christ, you know? Yes. Yes. Because there's a lot of hurting Christians out there. And, you know, think about, um, you know, not just the martyrs or the ones in Iran, because that is the ultimate because, you know, their their lives are in danger. 
but there are things going on just next door in your neighborhood, you know. And、um, so, you know, think outside your box. Look, look, pray, ask God to send someone your way that needs help, or that you would that He would send you to somebody that、mm-hmm. needs an encouraging th- word or encouragement thought or something. Amen. All right, Mr. Baum. Ciao, babies. <laughs>